What's going on, everybody? Just want to welcome you back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And, you know, we've really just putting out content at this point. I've really been able to connect with a lot of people, not only from, you know, the giveaway side, but really to the podcast side to just really in general, setting up things for the future, mapping out some things for the rest of the year. Because like I said, we got stuff coming all year for y'all. We kind of approaching the two year anniversary very quickly in November. So we really just want to give you everything that we got on this end. So really excited for this episode, really excited to be sitting down with this gentleman just because somebody who I've really been watching, really been watching a lot of the content on social media, really been loving the content on social media, really been loving how he's not only been promoting himself, promoting his message, but branding himself and really just being consistent, really just providing, you know, I'm going to just leave it as a lot of wisdom for the people. I'm not going to spoil too much. I'm going to really let him get into it. But like I said, really, really excited to be sitting down with, with this guy today, just because of everything that I know he has. And I'm, I'm really excited just to dive a little deeper, get to know him a little bit more because we have really only connected on social media, but really love the work that he's doing and really think that you guys want to hear about it and, and think that you guys should tap in by the end of the interview. So Christian, how you doing today, bro? Man, listen, I'm doing well, man. I'm glad to be on your podcast. Now we can get down to business. Uh, I, I watch everything that you do, all of the artwork, all of the business ventures that you get into. And I'm just so grateful to be on your platform. I definitely do appreciate that, bro. And the feeling is certainly mutual. As I was telling the followers, like I said, I, I really think by the end of this episode, you're really going to enjoy, you're really going to tap in. I, I encourage everybody to tap in because it's definitely a message, definitely a gem for everybody. I take something from them almost every day. So for those of them out there, Christian, you know, for those of the people who may be tapping in for the first time, for those of the people who may be coming in on my side and really may not know too much about you, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and then we'll bring you on the Down to Business podcast today? All right. So, you know, for me, uh, my name is Christian Copeland, a.k.a. Mr. Lessons Learned. And basically, Lessons Learned is a social media uh, movement where we're just basically trying to encourage people to do better and like remove negativity. Right. Um, most of the times when you look at social media, all you see is like negative things, negative quotes. Everybody want to make a joke about everything. Everything is funny. Yada, yada, yada. But for Lessons Learned, we're just here to encourage, and you know, be fun, but serious at the same extent, just to help people with, you know, um, the internal. Right. They are emotional, their emotions and things in that nature. With that being said, you know, I've been doing this for three years. I wanted to come on this podcast because I felt like, you know, it's definitely going to be something big. I could just see it growing and I feel like it's very authentic. And that's what, you know, um, that's one of my characteristics. Like I find myself to be genuine and authentic and I want to connect with, you know, individuals that's like-minded as me, um, like, like-minded like like me. So, um, yeah, I'm just grateful to be here, man. And, and that's just me in the eggshell. I love that. And yeah, it's nothing like, you know, not only being able to connect with like-minded people, but when people share that, like you said, genuine, that authenticity, it really will take you a long way. It's really just, it's almost a key to life, I would say. It's a key in almost everything that you do, just being genuine, being authentic, really just always staying true to you. No matter what trials and tribulations are thrown your way, will always take you further in the long run, whether you see it now or whether it's, you know, something that is revealed to you later in life. So you talked about, you know, starting this three years ago is something that you really kind of, you called it like a social media platform. So can you just really speak to, one, we all know, social media has evolved within the last three years, has really gotten crazy, has really, you know, just taken a turn, whether it be new social media sites evolving, like the TikToks and different things like that, or whether it just be new trends, whether it just be a new generation of people, you know, growing within social media. So how has the transition really been, you know, with you and your message and really having to adopt to everything that's going on, really having to adopt with the new trends, but still, you know, keeping that authenticity, still being Mr. Lessons Learned? I mean, ultimately, you know, just, you know, adopting these new trends or, you know, like seeing what's going on, like, I would say for me, I don't really adopt any trends. Like I see what's going on. I see the impact uh, social media has on, you know, people's mental. What I try to do in my own like way, I don't follow like waves that's so popping. Like everybody want to, you know, like always repost funny stuff or 
always want to do certain things on social media that is put out there for them. They reshare. Like for me, I do what, you know, I feel is most important to encourage people because even though like people repost these things, these things are not true. They're not always real. And I think the thing with social media is that people are adopting these particular quotes, these particular ideologies based off of what they see, but it's not real. And they're making it real. And as you can see, it has an effect on everybody in general, um, the way people live, the the music that people listen to, the way people operate. And I'm not saying there's something wrong with that, but I'm just saying, where is the real authenticity um, within yourself? And that's where lessons learned comes in, right? I just want to encourage people to be who they are, to be unique, to do what they do and be true to themselves. So when we talk about these trends on social media, it's like, I can't really follow a trend. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I got to follow my heart and I got to do what's right. And hopefully people will connect with that in general. It might, you know, because I'm doing that and being authentic, it may not happen overnight. It's going to take me a long time. Like I said, I've been doing lessons learned for three years and, you know, I got a, a decent following, but it can always grow. But just one of the things that, you know, comes with social media and I just try to give, you know, people the real, right? Just to encourage people. That's a gem in itself, just in thinking about staying true to you, no matter what's going on around you, no matter, you know, what's changing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to, it almost seems like you have to be an outlier. It almost seems like you have to have FOMO, the fear of missing out, or, or you even have to be like the odd man out, just because sometimes staying true to you is really just, it's by yourself. A lot of people, you know, flock to certain things or adopt certain things as, as kind of how I pose the question. But like you said, you don't. You really just, you're Mr. Lessons Learned. You're going to do what you do. This is this is right. your message and this is your movement. So you even, just in hearing about something that you do that's really interesting to me is I feel like you combat, I won't even call it a stereotype. I just feel like you combat a crazy dilemma that we have right now, just the spreading of negativity on social media. And and like you said, a lot of it is false sometimes and not, and, and people are not really reading. People are kind of just seeing it, just seeing that maybe like a so-called reliable or maybe like a what do you call it? Like a media outlet with a large following might have posted like the shade room or different things like that, right. but not always fact checking and knowing. So with you really going against the grain in the sense, going against the norm, how I know that it hasn't always been received well by everybody. But what do you say? Well, what do you say to those people who may not necessarily understand your message at first? Like, how do you kind of get people to really understand what it is that you're trying to do without, you know, because I'm pretty sure you don't talk down on people or different things like that. You no, definitely do spread positivity, spread love. But how do you get people to truly understand and embrace what it is that you're trying to communicate and spread? You know, that's that's really that's a really great question. How can I get them to understand? And it's like, you know, I it's not for me to truly make them understand it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I put my content out there for them to either to accept it or neglect it. But ultimately, you know, I want the best for them and I want them to hear my perspective. But, you know, in all things, no matter if I'm talking or if somebody else is talking, like truth is some truth to most things. Right. It's some truth to what people put out there. And sometimes, you know, it's a, mostly a lie, too, as well. And when I speak. I just want people to think differently about it. I don't want them to necessarily be like, yeah, I got to understand him. I got to follow exactly what he's doing. You know, I'm the influencer that, you know, poses a critical question and I want you to think about it and I want you to answer. And I really want you to think about where you want your life to go or where you want to be. Because at the end of the day, people may view me as this, this ultra positive individual, but also, you know, when the cameras are off, what am I? You know what I'm saying? I'm still a human being. We all are, you know, sinful creatures in our own way. We do what we want to do because of what we think. And all I want to do is just help people become better each and every day because we all are work in progress. So when I say, you know, what do I want them to understand? I just want them to understand that they have more than what they believe. Like more, they have more to them 
than what they see or their environment. And that's where I come in. I just want to encourage them no matter what, because you're going to have your downfalls, but you always got to find a way to get yourself back up. I love it. Absolutely true from start to finish. And a point that you kind of made earlier was, yes, Mr. Lessons Learned has a good following. Yes, you are. You know, you're proud of what you're doing. You could tell you really love it. This is you, but you can always be doing better. You know, there's always room for improvement. And I love that. I love that coming from anyone just because it's always important to pat yourself on the back. It's always important to, you know, celebrate yourself, especially the small things. And that's definitely something that I think everybody needs to do. You know, for as much as we beat up ourselves and for as much as we criticize ourselves, because truly I say it time and time again, we are, you are going to always be your worst critic. Because at the end of the day, you just recognize that nobody is going to have you like you. Nobody is going to do you like you. And when you realize that, when you realize how much you want for yourself, sometimes it's almost scary or it's almost frustrating when you're really not where you are. So really just getting back to what you said about wanting to do better. What are some strides that you're trying to make, whether it be via social media, whether it just be personally within your own life, whether it even just be daily with goals or anything like that to really make sure that, you know, Mr. Lesson Learned is continually progressing, continuously getting better. Yeah, man, that is like an awesome question. And it's funny that you bring this up because, you know, I'm always going to be a work in progress. And some of the things that I want to work on is understanding that when you're running your own business, when you're, you know, creating and cultivating your own brand, you need to understand that it's not a sprint, but it's a marathon, you know, like Nipsey Hustle, everybody falls off of that. And my man, Sam Brown had a uh, podcast talking about that. I think it's called Dreams Never Die. And he was just talking about, you know, often when we have this business, we always, you know, we, we look at this thing with this microwave mentality, right? Like when we start something and it's supposed to flourish, right? In seconds and minutes and hours, it's supposed to be, you know, a success overnight. And that's the sprint. But then when we talk about this marathon, you know, when you're running a business, it's ongoing. You might not be successful your first couple months. You might not be successful the first year, the two, second year, or the third year. But if you keep going and understanding that it's a marathon, your business will eventually flourish. So we'll back, going back to answering your question, I just really need to truly understand that, you know, this isn't, you know, something that's going to happen overnight. People aren't, aren't always going to really engage and love lessons learned as soon as they see it. But if I keep working, keep, you know, grinding, learning the business aspect, learning how to invest, learning how to connect with people and be my ultimate genuine self, then honestly, you know, I will complete this marathon and I will get to where I want to be business wise. Business is very hard for me. I've always struggled because I do everything based out of love, but sometimes you got to put that love to the side and really be business oriented to make sure that your business flourishes. The marathon must continue for sure, for sure. The show must go on. And I love kind of how you ended that answer just in talking about, yes, it's no matter what you do, you should always just do things from love, from the heart, just because you really want to do it. Yes, it, it's financial, monetary. That's always important. That's mm -hmm. that's almost the basis for what keeps a lot of businesses going. But sometimes you even have to make that switch, like you said, to really become business oriented, to sometimes just put personal to the side and really realize, look, business is business personal is personal. And I think that that, that can even propel you. And I, I really think that'll show you sometimes even your true supporters, because some people can't recognize that, that sometimes it, it's not always about, you know, just trying to get the hookup or just trying to get mm -hmm. a lookout or just trying to get a discount or something like that. Sometimes it's really like, look, I need organic. I need wholesome. I need true, genuine support. And, and if you kind of just can't get with that, if you can't, I can't rock with that, then look, at the end of the day, I got to do what's right for me in my business. Because at the end of the day, I'm waking up and I'm going to sleep having to deal with this and having to do the behind the scenes. You really, every so everybody doesn't see the work, man. They only really just see what you choose to broadcast, what you choose to right. put out there. So the behind the scenes is a totally different story, no matter what type of business you're running, no matter what type of entrepreneur or creative you are. I, I love that for sure. So Mark, with, do you feel like 
do I'm sorry. I just want to go ahead. You all good, like, bro. Go ahead. Do you feel like you run into that often though? Like I feel like yes, bro. I I feel like it was something that I I, I ran into a lot in the beginning. I I let it impact me. I let it you know kind of shift my mindset. I, I let it even sometimes guilt trip me and make me feel like mm-hmm. I wasn't doing enough for the people around me who I call friends. For some of the people who I even consider family and for some of my real family in a sense. But it was just like look at the end of the day, I really just had to realize. Look, I, I love this podcast. I love down the business to the death of me. So it's just like I will do whatever it takes to ensure that this will succeed day in and day out. I know I'm going to have rough days. I know I'm going to have, you know, great days. I know I'm going to have days where I don't feel like doing this. I know I'm going to have days where it's all money in. I'm locked in from start to finish. But at the end of the day, if I don't have those people around me who are, you know, I'm not saying you have to think like me, operate like me, be, Mm -hmm. you know, what I'm on 24 seven. But if you just can't recognize what I'm on and why I'm on this and everything like that, then, you know, I I just got to separate myself. And it's not any love lost. It's definitely a learning lesson. If you, you know, you come back around for the success of it and things like that, then that's something that we can address at a later date. But for me, I really just had to lock on myself, what I had going on. And that's just not even in, not even just the podcast. That was just including work, just including my finances, just including family and everything like that. I really just had to put a different focus on things. And once I really stopped letting it affect me in a certain way, once I really stopped letting it get to me, I really just kept moving. I started setting goals for myself and I started not, in a sense, not really caring if people mm-hmm. were there or not. Because at the end of the day, I'm doing this for me. Yeah, I love, you know, providing that exposure. I love bringing people on. I love when people like you come on here, share this space, get transparent with me and even post questions on me and make me think a lot and drop gems on me. But I also know that I want this thing to keep going. Like you said, I want this thing to flourish. The marathon must go on. And once I realized that, I just took things to a whole nother level, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, but I'm not going to lie, man. You were just on another level. You so successful. Like people really recognize your artwork is unique. It's you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just amazing in itself. And you know what I'm saying? I just had to ask you that question because it's like, how does that business aspect work for you when I could tell by your artwork, by the things that you do, how you connect with people that it's coming from your heart? You know what I'm saying? Like you could tell. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. So no, I definitely do appreciate you for that. And yeah, just it's just crazy, you know, when you just have such a good heart, when you always just want to give people the benefit of the doubt. But look, benefit of the doubt is not what's going to keep business running in and out. So I definitely think that it's it's important to make that switch. And I love that you kind of brought that up, just being business oriented and just kind of having to separate the, the love from the business. So what really, you know, what really was that like? What is that process like, you know, for you, for, for having for having people who, you know, want to want to support you, but don't want to support you 100 percent? What do you but, you know, at the end of the day, you still want Mr. Lessons Learned to be what it is. You still want it to keep growing. You still, at the end of the day, you have a message, you have a mission, and you're doing this out of love. But at the end of the day, you still recognize that you're running a business. So what is it really like, you know, differentiating between the two and then still moving forward? Man, it's like, it's like one of the hardest things that I've ever done in my life. Just, you know, growing up, you know, both of my parents are married. I've been married for 35 years. Shout out to them. But, you know, them, you know, you know, helping me understand who I was, them helping me understand what love is and them loving on me. It's just something that's so entrenched in me. So when I'm running a business and I'm making shirts and I'm charging people for speaking engagements, this and that, this and that, like ultimately, yeah, you know, I want to get paid, but then it's again, it's like, yo, this is what I want to do. And this is like from love. So like, yeah, I would do it for free, but it's like hard because it's like, you know, when you're using your own money and you're making stuff and people always want it for free, it's like you want to be like, yo, because I love you, I'm going to get this to you for free. But at the end of the day, that love starts to put you in a hole. That love starts to drain you financially. That love really, you know, cuts your business in half and actually brings your business down. And a lot of people don't understand that the sacrifices that I make for them, the sacrifices that I actually make for Mr. Le- Mr. Lessons Learned LLC, like, you know, being able to to understand, you know, divide personal and business has been my biggest struggle. 
However, as I move forward, as I believe more in my content, as I believe more in, you know, creating my clothes and the talent that I have, they have to respect the business aspect. You know, yeah, I'm still love you, but you won't have to pay $25, $35, $45 for this shirt or these sweatpants, or you're going to have to pay me 500 plus for a speaking engagement. It's not that I don't love you, but if you really love me, you're going to make sure that I get what I need to make sure my business flourish. Man, that's how you end it right there. If you really love me, you're going to make sure I get what I need to make sure my business flourish, right? Don't let that go over your heads now. Please don't, because <laughs> that's just, it's just so important. And I feel like, you know, it is something that you can, for, for some people who may be hearing that, who may not be, you know, in business or entrepreneur or anything like that. Well, look, if I, I would say to those people, I would say, well, look, you could say, if you really love me, you'll do whatever you got to do to make sure, you know, my life is flourished. In general, we all want to move forward. We all want to get to the top in whichever way or however way we work it. But so at the end of the day, we all got to support each other the same way, you know, you wouldn't jeopardize, you know, your nine to five or, or whatever you do on a daily basis or day in and day out. Don't jeopardize somebody else's, you know, basis for living and how they get right in, in their process, their business, man, their baby in a sense. So I love that. So something that you kind of even brought up just now in that previous answer was about speaking engagement. So what are some of the memorable experience that you've been able to have, you know, within the three years of having this having this brand and really, you know, just taking it to new heights, obviously being able to network and being in different rooms and connected with different people. What are some things that, you know, really stand out to you? Some some moments that you really enjoy looking back or even, you know, if they were recent? I think. All right. So I had a lot of speaking engagements in the last what four or five years. And I think the most memorable ones was when I like was the master ceremony for Al Sharpton. When I was a master ceremony for Will Hager, who was the creator of The Butler, he didn't create the movie, but he created the book. And just being able to speak in front of, you know, hundreds of people, being able to speak at multiple graduations where it's like 10,000 people in attendance, like those things like really made me so excited. Yeah, they were nerve wracking, but, you know, I got through it. But instead of always talking about like the positive, I think I want to talk about <laughs> one of the most craziest speaking engagements I had where I totally... It was one of my highest paid speaking engagements and people were so hyped to see me like and I, I it just didn't work out very well. So I remember I was at Millersville University and, you know, I was getting ready to speak. And this is when I used to do like used to be heavy on my video. Like I used to make videos every day with certain quotes. They would be the highlight of videos and people would eat that up. And I loved it, too, because I knew it was helping people like they would see me on the street and stop me, whatever. But anywho, I was at Millersville University. And I'm going up there and I'm reciting a video that I created. I don't remember the exact name of the video, but I'm going up there and it was so quiet. Like I'm not used to like having audiences that are just too quiet. And I started like getting nervous. Right. And then like <laughs> I just started stumbling over my words and they clapped me on and they thought it was a part of the whole entire act. And it wasn't. And then I just kept going on and then I started, you know, getting deeper into who I was and what lessons learned was about. But it was like one of my most memorable moments because I knew right then and there that I had to put more work in that, you know, yes, I have a gift. Yes, I have a talent. Yes, I'm speaking my truth. But at the same extent, like I got to be able to mold that and make it better. So when I come into situations that I have no control over, that I, I will be able to bounce back and just do what I love to do. Um, so that was like one of my most memorable moments. It just taught me a lot about speaking and that nobody's perfect in this life. We all make always make mistakes. But you got to keep grinding, keep grinding. Um, so things like that won't happen all the time. 
I love it. My man said he started stuttering and stammering. He must have been stuttering and stammering so smooth that they thought it was, you know, he, he blended right in. They said, let's get it. That's that's a hell of an act. So, yeah, no, nah, I definitely do. I, I can appreciate that, though. I can appreciate when somebody comes on here and is really and just honest and just recognizes that failure is really a part of it. It's not I, I say it all the time that it would be boring to win all the time. It, there would be no excitement to it. You would just know, OK, I got it. I'm going to win it already. It's, it's really no point. Like, yes, you might get a little competition or things like that, but it really takes, you know, falling down having to get back up again, having to tell yourself, yo, I just, I I didn't get right. You know, I folded, like you said, a little bit. It's still work to do, job not done. So like we, it's that, that's very important lessons and it it comes in anything, whether it just be, you know, on the business side of things, whether it come in personal life, whether it come just with relationships, whether it come with just jobs, whatever you want to call it, it's it's important to go through different obstacles. It's important for, you know, have to, have to learn from that, have to grow from that and really have, it, it makes you go harder in a sense. It makes you get better because think about, you know, when something didn't go your way, when you didn't get something, when you when you failed at something in a sense. Think about how hard you rebounded. Think about if you went back and, and did it and mm-hmm. then conquered it the next time. I think about how I failed my my driver's test the first two times. Now that's not all right now for everybody kind of mm-hmm. hearing that. That's not to say I can't drive for anything like that. That really <laughs> was just the first time I didn't what did I do? First time I didn't put my turn signal on when I was parallel parking. For my northern folks, they know what's up. I don't really know if the south the southern folks, man, I feel like y'all don't have a driving test. It's a little it's yeah, yeah cause y'all can't drive. So I feel like y'all just gotta, <laughs> you know, turn it real quick and that's really it. But no, and then the second time they said that at the stop sign my tire hit the white line. I don't know how she saw the white line. We both sit in the car. That's a story for another day. But third Yo, time Mark, I ain't gonna lie though. <laughs> I had this same like experience like she said that my will was like turned to the right and it was like on the white line or something like that and i fell the first time so that's there's no way that's <laughs> there's no way <laughs> they be on they, yeah it's different so shout out to ogans though because that third time i went hard I, I i said man i made sure i hit every signal made sure i was blatant with the signals make sure i kept the hands at 12 and 2 make sure i stopped way before the white line so we could both see it and everything like that that third time i just went harder but no that really just is a is a is really just a testament to show that look whenever you you don't get right at something whenever you know something really humbles you makes you take a step back you go hard whether it's that you go hard to, you know, achieve that, to do better now, whether you go hard in another area of life to get right, to make sure you don't make that same mistake again. So that's why I feel like failure is important. It almost drives us. It almost drives us. So I was way better, you know, that third time than I was those those first two times. So that so that was really that all that made the difference. And really, I really came hard because they say after like the third time, you got to wait anyway. So I was like, look, I can't fail this test three times in a row. That's that's kind of crazy. So no. So bro, just in thinking about, you know, everything that you have gone through just in this three year process, just still going through just things that you even want to do, just fighting through COVID and everything like that, just making these videos and all the content that you put out on the daily basis. And I'm really excited just because you brought up the whole apparel side of things. And we definitely going to get into that. But something that I want to kind of focus on now is where does the ideas for your content come from? Like, where do you, you know, where does that inspiration come from? Do you just wake up? Do you have different things on your mind, different thoughts, different messages? Is it something that you may just see kind of circulating around social media that you may just kind of want to address and respond to? Where, How is that kind of like on a daily basis for you or when you're kind of posting and promoting yourself? Yo, that's so funny you asked me this, yo. And people used to ask me this all the time. They would be like, yo, like, how do you come up with that? Like, that's crazy. Like, that's this, that's that. And I'm just like, it's how I feel. You know, um, one of the things that I talk about is mostly my experiences, my deep thoughts, my feelings towards things. As individuals, we often, you know, walk into this world and we just, you know, we have these positive, these great loving thoughts in our mind, but sometimes we let something totally different out or we act towards a situation totally different. Like, for example, let's say we see a homeless person, you know, asking for money. 
Like we like, dang man, we we really want to help them out. We really want to give them some money. And then when we know we got the money, sometimes we be like, oh, we just gonna ride past. I don't know what their situation is. So what I do is I think deeply about how I feel and how I think things should operate. I speak it into existence. I act upon it. And other times that I make videos, I talk about my my experiences, what I've been through, how funny life is, and I put it in a way that people can understand. Whether I turn it into a story. Or I just come up with quotes. But this is a lot of, of years of experience, a lot of years of studying. Like, you know, a lot of people think that I'm just like some social media dude. Like, no, I got two degrees. I mean, that really don't matter to me anyway. But I studied speech communications, um, professional communications, consultant training, those type of things. A lot of people don't know that. So that comes into play as well. That's why I speak the way I speak. But also, I've always, I've always loved to be able to just encourage people and give them these type of words. But I come up with these videos, man, from experience and just thoughts, research, all that good stuff. I love it. I love it. And now two degrees, put some respect on it. Somebody who also has two degrees. Now you got to You got to let them know. Whereas, you know, sometimes but I but I also do kind of adopt that same thing where it's just like sometimes that doesn't even matter. Like sometimes I will go a whole like some people really don't even know that about me. Some people who I interacted with, you know, daily. And that's not something that we put out there. But now at the end of the day, for me to you, some respect on it. So now that's that's major right. for sure. But I love that. You know, like you said, you really just get things from it's from the heart. Ultimately, it's, it's, mm-hmm. that's how you feel. It's, it's no better thing than kind of just wake. That's why I even kind of talked about in one of my previous episodes about kind of writing, creative writing, how I, I just love that, how it's not even necessarily about always having to write about your feelings or write about, you know, what went on in your day. It could just be, you know, you sometimes I used to just write stories like just it would just be made up scenarios or different things in my head. And it would just, you know, allow my brain to just flow, allow things to just be calm. And, and in a sense, I, I just made up a whole story or sometimes I would just write different poems or what I thought to be raps at the time now. So probably wouldn't have really made it past SoundCloud. But, you know, just putting my <laughs> thoughts out there, just putting things like that out there, I really think is important. So something that you spoke about, something that I have loved watching, just the di- diversification of it and the promotion of it is the apparel. So first and foremost, just for the people out there, can you just tell us a little bit about um, Mr. Lessons Learn Apparel, kind of what the motivation was to really brand yourself in that area? So the main reason I even came out with apparel was to actually build funds, like for whether it be like, you know, travel expenses to go to other speaking engagements or taking the money and be able to create like, you know, business cards or, you know, uh, different designs, different, you know, things that I could put on the shirts. And that's the main reason, like, I came out with it. And then out of nowhere, like, it turned into something totally different. Like, people start thinking, like, they think that I'm, like, some type of, like, designer for real. Um, I guess I guess I am, in a sense. I do, like, design stuff. I sit down, I write it, I draw it out, and I'm like, yo, this is what I'm going to do. But it was supposed to just be shirts with quotes and it turned into all this extra stuff like, yo, can you give me track pants? Yo, can you give me sweatpants? And maybe I should have never like really started doing that because then people was like, all right, you know, they expect certain things. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to make the consumer happy, man. Like if you go and sit here and say, we plan to go get a game, baby. And this is lessons learned every time you see me, like you saying quotes and stuff like that from me, like, of course I'm going to do that. So that's how the apparel started spiraling. And I remember like a year or two ago, maybe it was like last year, like lessons learned was going crazy and it's still kind of go crazy, but you know, clothes aren't my number one thing. Like I'm starting to rebrand and start to think about different ideas. I want to implement within lessons learned, but with the apparel, that's how it all happened. People love my uh, hoodies and my t-shirts. They like number one, but yeah, it was just supposed to help the brand and like it just turned into something even more. 
I love it. And you even kind of, that's that's really the whole reason why I did it for Down to Business, just because I was thinking about, you know, I saw people talking about opening business accounts and getting business credits and even business loans and different things like that. And really, for a while, man, I really didn't even put the respect that I, I should have on Down to Business. Like, people were like, yo, you have a business, bro. Like, LLC that, like, trademark that, all of that. Like, that's, that's you. That's really something you came up with. It's out there. Get on top of that. So, me, I was just really thinking. I don't know why I was really differentiating a business and a podcast, but I really didn't. I really wasn't too involved in a podcast space at all before 2019. So, I really, I mean, I listened to a couple here and there, but I didn't really know. So, once kind of getting into it, once kind of hearing that, getting that different perspective from people, I was just like, yeah, it's important. But then I'm more so thinking about, yeah, just just in case I wanted to do trips, just in case now I wanted to do giveaways and didn't necessarily want to come out of my pocket, just in case, you know, just to have extra money just to put to the side for when business things come up all the time in business. I wanted new equipment. I wanted to get I was looking at getting like an office space and different things like that. So just in thinking about all of that, I really think that that's important. I think for people who, you know, you don't directly run a monetary business. I think that you should, you know, find a way to brand yourself. Whether we do it, you know, you have to. I really think that that's important. And I really think that it'll, you never know. And and like Christian said, even once he kind of came out, he had obviously, you know, he just wanted shirts. But once people kind of, you know, you start rocking with shirts, you like, well, yo, or, or you sometimes what it was for me too was I wanted certain stuff for myself. Like I didn't want other people to have it, but I posted like, hey, this is mine. Like I got it. Like it's tough. People like, yo, can I get that? Can I, you know, so people start wanting one-on-ones and just different things like that. So you never really know what can come from getting into the apparel side of things, getting accessorizing, you know, yourself as a brand and a label. And I want to say something to that, man. Like, People always look at my page and be like, yeah, man, like I didn't see that on the website. You know, that's a custom, you know, like, yeah, I made it for myself. But for real, for real, like if you want it, say something. And if people be so strange about that, they be like, yeah, I just didn't want to say nothing because I thought it was just for you. Like, no, whatever I make, you can have as well. You know what I'm saying? If I'm just let you know the price. <laughs> that's like another thing that kind of funny to me, how people be uh, acting towards the brand or the clothes I make. Hey man, all it, I mean, the worst you could hear is no. That's my that's my thing when it comes hey. to it. If either I can I can do it or I can't do it. But nine times out of ten, if I could do it, then let's make it happen. I'ma just I'ma just keep coming out with I'm I'ma go get some new heat or keep coming out with something else, keep making you want, you want, you want though. But no, I really think that that's cool, but it's it's important. So yeah, for everybody out there, like I said, if you definitely kinda not in the monetary in that branding space, particularly when it comes to your business, definitely look to do something like that. Just in thinking about you never really know what those extra funds could do. Just thinking about how much you come you may or may not come out of pocket now for your business just think about if you had another way to supplement that it would be all good maybe you'd be able to do something else so that's cool to think about so now um, before we wrap things up bro can you just tell us you know a little bit about kind of what's the future like for mr lessons learn obviously now like you said it's been three years it's been three years of you really staying true to yourself really just being that authentic personality really just you know going from here to there really just spreading that love spreading that impact spreading that positivity come back and you know what we see on a daily basis with social media true untrue you know partially true and different things like that so what does really the media future and even kind of looking a little bit later down the line look like for mr lessons learn that's a great, great, you got great questions, man. That's all you carry is great questions. So, you know, it's so many things that I want to do. So I want to, you know, maybe turn less, Mr. Lessons Learn into a speaking agency, right? Where I take young individuals and teach them how to speak and in front of large groups of people and, you know, book them speaking engagements, right? And teach them how to, you know, become their own entrepreneur and one. Another thing that, you know, I'm intrigued by, I love having conversations like this. I don't necessarily know if I want to drop a podcast, but maybe, you know, I can move into that one of these days and just have people on there and interview. We just, we either eat, drink coffee or whatsoever. And just have, you know, deep, you know, deep rooted conversations about who we are and what we want to be. But I feel as though that I do see myself in entertainment when it comes to Mr. Lesson Learn, but I don't want to be viewed as an entertainer. 
I want to be viewed as an intellectual. I want to be viewed as somebody that truly cares and wants to encourage. I want to be viewed as an individual that is here to make impact in the communities and in the community and not in, isn't just talking, right? You know, I want to really be about it. So as I start to develop and start to, you know, um, cultivate my brand, you might see me in those type of things. Actually, probably, you know, in the near future, probably go back to school, get a PhD. That may help me with my entertainment in regards to, you know, becoming a teacher and just making more impact for people. So to the answer to your question, you know, I, I'm not sure yet. I'm still working on that. I'm praying on that. And we'll all see. All right now, tap in. Sky's plan. But no, I definitely do feel that when you said mm-hmm. go back to school, that PhD is definitely loaded. So I told myself I definitely want to knock it out before 30, 25 this year. So five years, man. But it'll, it'll definitely be wrapping up in here before we know it. So I'm excited for that and definitely tapping in with you all along the way, wishing you, you know, nothing but the best of luck. And I'm, I'm, I'm following the journey. I'm, I'm definitely tapped in with you. Definitely even, you know, later down the line, you could definitely do a follow-up. That's something that I really have planned for a lot of my episodes, just in looking maybe time, time from now, just to really see, you know, what we talked about in the original episode and just to see where you off now, what's going on, any new ventures, any new successes and things like that. So is there anything out there that you feel like we haven't talked about today, whether it just be about the brand, whether it just be about you? personally, whether it just may even be a message that you have for, for other people out there or, or people who may be tapping in for the first time? Well, one, I want to, you know, congratulate you, man, just like the things that you do in general for yourself and for people. I wish you the best. I hope you go get your PhD. You got a lot of time left. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm 27. So if I ever get it, get my PhD, I'm going to be like uh, 31, 32 or whatever. But just keep doing your thing. And I want to leave people with off with, you know, yo, no matter what you go through, Make sure you follow your dreams, all right? Never let your dreams die. Do what you love, most importantly. But, I mean, you already know what, we be, what game we playing. We playing to go get a game, baby, and this is Lessons Learned. I love that, and I definitely do appreciate that, bro, and the feeling. It's certainly mutual. So before we officially close things out, can you just tell everybody out there where they can find you, you know, on social media, the website, for those looking to tap in and, you know, follow and even shop with you? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Lessons Learned. Also, you can follow my apparel page, which is called uh, at Mr. Lessons Learned Apparel. You can look at my Instagram handle. You'll see my website, which is MrLessonsLearned.com, where you can find all of the shirts. I'm only selling shirts on the website. If you want any other you know, apparel, please DM me and just look at my Instagram page. Bet, bet. And definitely do, you know, appreciate you, bro, for tapping in today. Appreciate you for hopping on here, sharing the space with me, you know, just dropping some gems for the people being transparent with us and really giving us, you know, a deeper look into Christian, into Mr. Lessons Learned. Definitely, again, want to wish you the best of luck. Definitely tapping in with you all along the way. We locked in for sure. I'm to everybody out there, you know, who continuously taps in with the podcast. I love y'all, man. I appreciate y'all. Like I said, we, we definitely going to, you know, keep knocking things out as the year progresses. And I'm definitely looking forward to November and to ending the year with a bank. So this has been another episode of the down to business podcast here with tamar turner